everyone, this is Mike Leonardi with episode three of the Warrior 2.0 podcast. And so today we're going to be talking about ways that parents can create and execute on better habits. The title of this podcast is You're Not a Martyr. And that's where we're going to start off. And this is something that I see constantly when coaching other adults and parents and, and, and anyone, quite honestly, is for some reason, somewhere along the line, and we'll dig into that in a minute, parents, especially moms, but dads too, felt that it, it was somehow okay and almost a badge of honor that it was acceptable to drive themselves into the ground for the sake of their kids, as if it was exclusive, meaning as if you can't like take care of yourself and give your kids a good life at the same time. Because newsflash, I hate to break it to you, you can. So the title of this is, you're not a martyr. So stop acting like it. And, and it, you know, you may sound, oh, easier said than done. Bullshit. I'm, I'm telling you right now, um, I've heard every excuse in the book. And if we sat down and we mapped out your whole week from Monday morning to Sunday evening, we could find plenty of time for you to take care of yourself in a, a, a myriad of tasks, whether it's going for a walk, whether it's getting a 20-minute workout in, whether it's just having some quiet time. Truth be told, you're probably just not very good at it and you're not and you're just at the end of the day, the quick and easy way to justify all this is saying, I'm being a good parent. I'm sacrificing for my kids. And and let me tell you something. The research does not support you. The research actually says parents that have higher self-worth are better at their parenting practices and raise more resilient kids. And on the flip side, parents that have lower self-worth suffer more from burnout and depression and other things. So you got to ask yourself, like, and, and I'll go back to this. And what inspired me to have this talk again was the other day we were, we were running one of our women's self-defense classes and Coach Ellie, who hopefully, if you, if you have not met her, you get to meet her at some point in time because she's a wonderful human being and she's incredibly talented at what she does and is a amazing public speaker. She really started to dig into all the women, and especially the moms at that event, and really digging into their self-worth and their value. And understandably so, one of the things, whether it's women or dads, uh, moms or dads, whatever it is, you know, why do we feel this way? Why do we feel like we're not worth it? Why do we feel like we have to sacrifice for our kids? A couple of things. One is, yeah, there is some level of socialization of parenting, of what parents should do. That does not help, right? We've been told one way or another that, you know, parents really have to sacrifice for their kids. Of course they do to some degree, right? That we understand. It's also part of our instinct, right? As a parent, as a human, 
our goal is to procreate. Our goal is to procreate and raise offspring and raise those offspring so they can go out into the world and contribute. And so they can eventually procreate um, and continue on with our species, right? So undoubtedly, our in our brains, our priority becomes the survival of these kids. And in our heads, we think we have to do anything and everything that we can to ensure that these children of ours grow up to be healthy and happy and resourceful and can contribute to this world. But for some reason, we get like locked in that that must mean that our lives no longer matters, like they're over, which is couldn't be further from the truth. And so I'm just, the first phase of this is, is just a little bit of a tough love to say bullshit to you that you're a martyr and to think that, you know, you have to sacrifice your lives for your kids. You can raise healthy, strong, resilient, kind kids and take care of yourself. It's possible. You're probably just not good at it yet. So I put together some basic tips for parents that recognize this and you know have the self-awareness to say you're right like I don't take care of myself I need to get myself out of this mindset I need to take better care of myself so um, I've got a couple of things number one is we got to audit we have to audit the fundamental habits and tasks that we need to take care of our physical mental and social health and so the the there's a bunch of them, but the simple ones are, are you walking? Are you getting enough activity throughout the day, physical activity? And a lot, for a lot of people, that's just going on walks, 15, 20-minute walk. Are you getting in a requisite seven, 8,000 steps per day? Are you doing that? Are you drinking enough water? Are you filling your body with you know, nutrients? Are you eating well? Are you eating garbage? Are you... Overeating? Are you undereating? Right? Are you drinking enough water? Are you getting enough sleep? Are you giving yourself mental health breaks? Um, are you finding time to connect, meaningful connection with your friends and your family? You know, the first thing you got to do is audit how good are you at these things? Which ones are uh, in severe deficits? Which ones are you kind of already doing? Some of you, you're, maybe you're already pretty good at drinking enough water and you know maybe you're getting enough sleep. I don't know what that is. The next thing to do is taking all those habits and trying to prioritize them. What are, what are, what's, which ones are probably gonna give you the biggest bang for your buck right now? From Which are probably some of the more important ones that are gonna have preferably some kind of trickle-down effect on other aspects, right? So, because there's a lot. You can't tackle them all at once because most of us are not good at that. You got to do one thing at a time and start slow. Um, number two, if you don't do this already, um, you absolutely have to do this. You have to keep a calendar. You have to literally map out. I've got my phone here. I've got my Google calendar, and I map out my day. And some people, you can be super rigid with that. You can It can be looser. You can... But literally, it's just organizing your calendar and finding those times and creating those times for you, whether that's exercise, whether that's taking a nap, whether it's going out and, and meeting some other moms or dads, whether it's going to jujitsu, whatever. 
mapping that time out. The next is making sure you lean on your social supports. So, you know, if you just need to talk to somebody, because the reality is you need to remember you're not alone in these struggles. By the way, we all deal with these struggles. I deal with these struggles. Everyone deals with these struggles of, of work-life balance and taking care of yourself, creating boundaries, doing those things. You need to talk to other people, right? You need to know you're not alone. The other aspect of that support is sometimes having these conversations with your significant other, your husband, your wife, whoever it is, and working out a game plan that allows both of you to take care of each other and to hold each other's back so the other can go do these things when needed. So it's like, oh, if I, I'm gonna watch the kids, I got this, I'll take them to practice, I'll do this. You go do your thing, right? And then when is it my ability to go do my thing, right? You have to have those conversations with your significant other. If you have trouble having those conversations, then you gotta work on your communication strategies, you gotta work on your relationship uh, and, and, and be able to have those conversations in a way that, um, that is understanding, that they actually connect with you on this and they understand the reason they, and they don't think that you're being selfish or, or maybe they're being selfish. Uh, and the last one is starting simple. Now, getting into health coaching, when I talk with people about this, um, and whether it's you know weight or you know nutrition tracking, habits, exercise, whatever it may be, the one thing I tell about I tell everyone is that you have to play the long game in this. So you don't have to do all this crap all at one time. Just start with that one thing that we talked about that that number one priority on your list of tasks that you think is going to be the lowest hanging fruit, and just start with that. So if that means it's just walking for 20 minutes at lunchtime, then just start with that. Start really simple and easy so that's something that you can continuously achieve and do even when your motivation is at a low. Because if we just rely on motivation, we're going to fail. And that's what most people do. You have to cre create these tasks and these habits in a way that they're easy enough so that even when you have very low motivation, they're still easy to do. So in, in the case of this, if it's a habit or something to that degree, just start really simple with one thing and work on doing that one thing consistently for the next month. Hopefully it starts to become something that becomes a little bit habitual, you get better at it, you're better at doing it consistently. Once you feel like you're really good at, at that one thing, now we can look at what's the next thing we're going to add to, to your schedule, all right? So those are just five things to think about when you need to start to, when you recognize, hey, I'm not a martyr. I need to stop this. Uh, I want to take control of my life. I want to start doing some things for me because my life has value. And when I'm healthy, um, I can better role model and take care of my kids um, and help raise them into strong, resilient, kind uh, adults. Hope all is well. I uh, hope everyone has a great rest of the week and uh, talk to you soon. Thanks.